welcome to Maiden Speech. My name is Monica Ferguson, portrait photographer and self-love advocate from New Zealand. Each week, we bring you an inspiring person or message to uplift and empower you. Thanks for hanging out. Now let's get into it. Hello, friends. Welcome back to Maiden Speech. It's Monica here. And this week, I am joined by one of my fabulous friends slash stalkers. Ooh, fabulous stalker. Regina, fabulous stalker, as opposed to the unfabulous stalkers. <laughs> Welcome. Wait, are you stalking me or am I stalking you? It's a you? mutual stalking, oh, nice. probably, okay. I would say. Right. Although, we should probably tell the story of how we actually met because that is kind of stalky. Okay. Stalky. <laughs> We're going to cover so much ground today. So long story short, you guys, Regina and I met when? A year and a half ago in Napier. Mm -hmm. And we both belong to the same women's group, which is around the country. And I was staying at a hotel waiting for my husband who was turning 30 that day. And I messaged a bunch of people and no one responded except for you. And then we got together and love at first sight. And then roughly a year later, I was on Facebook, of course, and saw a message that you checked into the town next door because you'd moved there, and it was awesome. <laughs> the best stalker ever. And I didn't even know that you were here. I know. And so I was my, like, oh, so how is the stalker then? I know. <laughs> that remains to be seen. Hmm. <laughs> Wait, did we say my name yet? Yeah, we did, right at the start. Oh, Regina yeah. is my name. <laughs> it is, yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're off to a brilliant start. Off to a brilliant start. But anyway, so I really wanted to catch up with you on this podcast because of how awesome you are, obviously, but also because of your business, which, should we talk about the courageously free part? Because that's just the coolest name ever. <laughs> and also, yeah, I mean, I think in terms of what I'm what I'm talking about at the moment and last week especially, which is, you know, about turning pain into power and that sort of thing, mm, Yeah, I think it's important for us to actually talk about how we do these things because it's easy to sit around and post fancy memes you know and positive things but actually when you throw yourself into the ring and you get smacked down it's like it's hard so in other words you want to dish out the dirt yeah let's go with that (laughs) (laughs) no you're gonna dish out the dirt i'm I'm gonna take notes and get inspired i'm gonna dish out the dirt okay (laughs) well first of all oh should i start Okay. So, well, first of all, I just wanted to thank you for inviting me. I real, I feel honored for you to name me as your fabulous stalker. <laughs> but anyway, so I courageously free is, is, um, I guess officially our quote unquote brand name. Um, the start, the story starts with, um, my husband and I worked in, yes, you can hear a dog in the background. <laughs> That's Memphis, by the way. Um, so don't mind that. We're nomads. Anyways, so back in 2000 and something, something, I was working in the entertainment industry with my husband. Not with him, but he was also in the entertainment industry. And we were just, the entertainment industry in general is pretty brutal. And you get overworked. There's, you know, the, de- the deadline is always yesterday. And it was just really, it was difficult work. Uh, it was a lot of fun. I was working with the most talented people, uh, but I was thinking to myself, well, uh, am I going to be doing this for the rest of my life? Am I going to miss family birthdays? Am I going to pretty much miss my life, mm. you know, because I have to work 60, 70, 80, 90 hours a week 
for the rest of my life. And I didn't want to, I didn't want to do that. You know, I had just had a new, a new relationship and he was amazing. He's still amazing. (laughs) (laughs) He's still still around. (laughs) He's still amazing. And we just had, uh, you know, a great time, but we weren't seeing each other because he was working hundred hour work weeks and, you know, backbreaking work. And I was, you know, behind a computer screen for so many hours. And I just like, I just figured this, this isn't a life. I don't, I don't care if people think it's a cool job in the end. It's, it's, it's a job. And so what, what did life mean to me at that time? Well, I was trying to figure that out. And so I went into some deep personal development around 2012 and then 2013. Well, in between then I was trying to find alternate ways to create income because I didn't want to have to go to an office Mm -hmm. and sit down behind a desk. And yeah. Then there was one point where I sat, was sitting on my couch and I was looking at my bank account and I was like, holy shit, I just got a whole bunch of money overnight, which by the way, it wasn't really overnight. I actually worked for it over a few months, but there was a good sum of money as a result of all the work that I had done. And then I was like, holy, can I say bad words on this thing? Technically no. <laughs> holy sh- <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and so I realized, wow, you know, I actually can you know, use the digital economy to create an income. Mm-hmm. And so my husband and I, my husband was like, Oh, well, why don't we go travel? And I'm like, sure. So we traveled for three years while working online on our online business. And then we came back to New Zealand 2016. Yep. And moved to Napier. So courageously free. What, how did it come about? I guess that's the topic. Am I talking? Yes. No, you're good. Keep going. <laughs> Cause that, that's the main topic. And my husband came up with that name for our brand because I suck at names, <laughs> except for my daughter's name. And so it really rang true because to really, the, the word free and freedom is thrown around so much mm-hmm. and people don't really, a lot of people don't sit back and think about what that actually means. What does freedom mean? Because we're so used to going to a job um, trading our time for money mm-hmm. and like, what does freedom mean anyway? Like a two week vacation, two week holiday, you know, in Raro. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people think freedom is financial freedom, mm. which doesn't really make sense because I don't know anyone that's financially free. Mm-hmm. Everyone's tied into some sort of system. Mm. But yeah, anyway, continue. Yeah, no, it, <laughs> and it's true. And so, and I like that you said that because ultimately it's, you determine what courageously free means to you. Yeah. And now that you've heard this, maybe you can start thinking about this if you haven't. But for me, it was being able to not be tied down to something, being able to have the location freedom and the time freedom to do what I wanted. Granted, when I say things like I've made money overnight, it's like I said, it's a result of all the work that I did. And when I say location and time freedom, I'm still doing things to be able to generate some sort of income yeah. for my family. Yeah. But that means I could do it whenever I want. I can work hundred hour weeks if I want to, I can take two weeks off if I wanted to. Yeah. Um, that's just taking all things into consideration. So really, yeah. Courageously free is just being able to do what I want when I want. Mm-hmm. Well, that was my definition back then. Has it changed now? It's always changing. Yeah. And because you grow. Yeah. You evolve, right? Totally. So for me, part of it, the short story is what I just told you earlier is I'm going to stop thinking and just let things happen because mm-hmm. time actually isn't linear. Yeah. 
which is totally counterintuitive from what we've been taught yeah. in every way. Totally. So I would say for me, Courageously Free is goes along the lines of um, my new theme, which is living lighter. And that is, you know, living lighter. What does that mean? Uh, understanding who you are. Yeah. Being able to access the resources that you were born with to be able to create the life you were meant to live. <laughs> Sorry about the, the bugs. <laughs> <laughs> they don't need to know about that. Okay, so I want to go back to, because when I hear the word courageously free, the words courageously free, it's actually the courageous part that fascinates me because to me that's a call to action. So mm. it's around being brave, right? Mm. And being brave isn't a concept. It's something you actually have to do. You can't sit around and talk about brave. You actually have to throw yourself into the into the ring. I'm obsessed with Brene Brown at the moment, so I'm all oh, like, yeah. yeah, into the arena, you know. But, like, when you look around and you think, how many of us are actually really doing that, like putting ourselves out of our comfort zones, doing things that scare us, actually being brave, you know, I feel like it's almost like our culture tries to persuade us against that anyway. Like, mm-hmm. they want us safe. They want us, your credit card with this interest rate and this mortgage and get this education and, you know, follow the system, get married, have two children, retire, KiwiSaver, all that sort of thing. And it's like, none of that actually involves courage, though. Like, but the things that seem to be most rewarding are the things that absolutely scare the crap out of us mm. because that's that's part of us. Like, we're the things that we're dreaming of, part of the, like, the joy in achieving it is that it was hard, mm. is that we had to grow, like, we had to become the people that could have those dreams. Mm. Like, when I think even, like, this podcast, the first one that I did, the first interview that I did, I sat down and I was like, do I need a paper bag? I want a hyperventilate. I was so nervous, so nervous. I'm like, what is this? Like it's, but it's fear of being seen, right? Fear of putting yourself out there. This is not an edited conversation. It is what it is. There's, it's not a Facebook post that we're carefully curating with edited photos and perfect words. And, you know, mm-hmm. you're, you're putting everything out there, like what's and all, basically. And so how do you feel now? Well, a lot better, a lot better. It's um, even in however many weeks, six weeks or something, it's very interesting how I actually feel more powerful in my own voice, especially like obviously it helps getting really positive feedback, but there's also something very empowering about having an ability to say exactly what you mean. And so like last week's podcast and the one before, Getting really personal and like really putting myself in a vulnerable position, I felt liberated because it was like, this is my truth, you know, and actually saying it and putting it out there and then hearing that it actually helped a lot of people. Awesome. Hmm. But there was just something, it's, but it's the courage part. That's it. Because it actually takes courage for us to put ourselves in a position where we could get rejected or you know, hurt or whatever. So yeah, it is interesting how much, how much changes. And then even how I've I've seen the trickle effect, like how it's affecting other areas of my life. Mm So uh, my business coach said, you need to be on Facebook lives more. And I was like, oh yeah, like piece of cake, you know, whereas I, I procrastinated that quite a lot before, but now I'm just like that. And in contrast to this, easy I can sit and chat about photography Mm. you know I've chatted about my biggest pain points and like the deepest deepest despair that I was in freely and openly so it's like I feel like 
that has now opened the door for me to just do anything. Because hmm. it's like, if, I, if I've done that, there is nothing else to hide. Like, I'm literally an open book. Hmm. Yeah. And it's like, what you know, what's the worst thing that could happen? Exactly. Someone might not like me. Well... What do you do? Like people, there will be people that hate me. And if they don't, like, <laughs> if they don't like you, then they wouldn't want to be listening to you anyway. And if you can't serve them, then that's okay too. There's, yeah, that makes room for one more person that you can help. Exactly. Mm. And and with the whole, you know, the freedom thing that you're talking about, talking about that your deepest pains. Hmm. You know, a lot of we're taught to, or we're not taught to be able to freely express that. So that gets locked into our body. Yep. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Definitely. Mm. Yeah. It's interesting to observe as well in our culture. Like I was actually having a chat yesterday with the author Jess Stewart and she's, I spoke with her about imposter syndrome a few weeks ago. Mm. And we were talking about this thing that we have where, you know, the the constant need to be on a device. Mm. Like even if you were sitting in a waiting room, I actually did this the other day. I was in a waiting room and I refused to pick up my phone Mm. and I just sat there awkward like feeling so cringy but I was like what is this uncomfortable I can't even just sit and be in a room like in case what I had made eye contact with someone like oh yuck you know yeah what the heck though but everyone else in the room staring at a phone like you walk down you know Lampton Key and Wellington everyone's staring at a phone like eyes down no one's looking no one's connecting and I was like what is this that we have to be constantly distracting ourselves mm. but there's all there's constant masks right because then okay if we're not on a phone then we might be at work but our minds are occupied so we never have to feel anything because then we're busy 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 and then we might go to a friend's house or we're doing things you go to the gym or then you go home and have a glass of wine or mm. two or three and get out of your mind as so you never have to actually feel, feel those things mm. but like feeling is where the power is. Mm. I feel like this has just gone through, like full circle from last week. Being connected to your own pain and and your own story is what like propels you forward and gives you the courage, you know? Mm. It's like, if that stuff didn't break me, well, then it was there to teach me something. Right. So what am I going to do? Sit around and ignore it? You know, it's like a gift. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm. So, Courageously free. So with the clients that you have, I really want a t-shirt that says courageously free now. Uh, I have some. <laughs> Do you have some? Oh, I want one. So I courageously free with your, say the people, the clients that you've worked with. Yeah. Can you have, do you have an example, like a favorite example of someone doing something super courageous or overcoming something or? Really quite a few. And they're, they're, uh, they're quite similar to your story where, a lot of the people that I've worked with have, they're trying to get out of their day jobs and getting into something different, trying to make, create some sort of income out of their passion. Yeah. And it's really that initial step and that belief in them and in, in yourself that is, is kind of the deal breaker, mm-hmm. taking that first courageous step. We had a mastermind in Bali and there was a girl who I'm actually collaborating with now who was, who I was working with and... There was a really powerful moment when we were sitting there talking about personal development is such a huge factor in, in being able to do anything that you really want Mm -hmm. and believing that you can do something Yes, because you can. Yep. And she had a breakdown. Why did she have a breakdown? She was, her mom had passed away. 
her mom passed away from cancer a few years ago and that's part of the reason why she moved to New Zealand was because she you know promised her mom that she was just going to go and travel mm-hmm. and do her own thing so my friend was a um a medical surgeon in Peru and she was just working 100 hour work weeks in the emergency room and it was while she was still working while her mom was on her deathbed mm-hmm. and it was one of her biggest regrets yeah because her mom oh, was on her deathbed and yeah. they were really, really close. Yeah. And I think it wasn't until that, that mastermind where she just realized, oh my God, mm. <laughs> like I'm doing this for her. I'm doing this for me. You know, I wish I was yeah. there for my mom, but there's not much you can do, but move forward. Yeah. And as I can't really express how that story was, at that time but during in that session it was like oh my god there was like 40 of us in the room and our hearts were like breaking Mm -hmm. and she just she's just come out so much stronger from it and really taken what she knew to be true and ran with it yeah and so now we actually we're going to be collaborating on a health and wellness support group for a lot of people in New Zealand I mean our goal is to take it nationwide yeah, just start talking. World domination. Nationwide for now, because that's where we are. Yeah. But that, yeah, definitely world domination and everything that we do is global because we can because it's online. Yeah. So what was I talking about? Oh, her the health she found a gap in the market because of her strong medical background. She's able to work with people now at with Ministry of Health. Ministry of Yeah, that's right. Okay. To to work with people with chronic pain and cardiac issues. And it's it was interesting because a lot of the people that she works with come in as referrals from from doctors with these issues and she's got programs around it and they they have no idea what to expect. So they're thinking, okay, well maybe they're gonna put me on a treadmill, maybe I'm gonna go on some sort of a diet, Mm -hmm. um, maybe I'm gonna have to exercise more. But what she actually does is she takes a whole person into perspective and talks about their life and asks them questions about their daily life and gives them more knowledge on their body and how everything is kind of a system working together. Yeah, it's really interesting seeing her in this space because um, she's really in in her element, helping other people. Mm. Awesome, doing what she's doing. Yeah, it's so that's pretty incredible. So her grief, essentially, she's now created a legacy from that for her mum. Yeah, yeah, amazing. Mm. Cool. So, what do you think the most courageous thing you have ever done is? Oh, how much time <laughs> do you have? No. <laughs> Too many to count. Oh my gosh, <laughs> most courageous thing. I don't know. I guess <sighs> one of them. So <laughs> I think the most courageous thing is having a child. Yeah. Out of all the things that I've done, I think it's yeah, it completely changes you. You're a totally different person, and you almost feel like who who am I? Yeah. And it's only till now. It's been what she's two years old. It's only been until now where I'm like, okay, I think I can kind of stand on my feet, sort of. I think I know who I am again. <laughs> but it's like you think you know that you're going to go through a bunch of pain and suffering and happiness and mm. amazingness, but um, you don't actually know until you go through it. Yeah. 
Hmm. And I've been to Mount Everest. I've moved to the other side of the world. I quit my job and traveled full time. And those are scary for other people, but I think it's just really having a kid just really tops that. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. And staying with your partner after having the kid. <laughs> That's the courageous <laughs> bit, actually. <laughs> so this is good because people don't talk about this stuff. Like I was, I've been talking about this quite a lot lately about marriage, right? And how it's this big thing about you've got to find the right person, your soulmate, and then you get married and yeah, you're married. So yeah, right off into the sunset. Mm. And it's like, but no one's talking about what happens after that. What happens when you disagree on big things? When one of you wants to live in one town and one of you wants to quit and run off, you know, yeah. ride and ride away with horses into the sunset, whatever. I'll go with you. But it's like, <laughs> we'll just ditch the boys. Yeah. <laughs> we'll take, we've got to take Sedona with us though. Yeah, it's like, it's important stuff to talk about, I think. Because a lot of these things, like you say, are very courageous, but that's not acknowledged as such. It's kind of like, Oh, well, heaps of people have kids. Hmm. But actually, I feel like the... Because I don't have any kids, but watching my friends who have kids, it seems to make, like, the, the closest thing I can compare this to is getting cats, right? Mm. Now, I'm not comparing your child to my cats. It's still but, a responsibility. Though. But it's the love. Mm-hmm. It's the actual love. Like, those cats came into my life, and I was just like, I would kill for you. Like, actually, I've chased off other cats off my lawn who came on, and I was like, I would actually, like, oh, fight or flight, you know? Yeah. I can only imagine when when it's something like it's a part of you and you've carried it, and it's like, how do you then just function Mm. knowing this other part of you is out in the world and you're not always in control and, you know? Mm. I totally get that. Mm. of course it would change you there'd be something wrong if it didn't (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. something yeah I reckon and then this uh, this uh, topic of um, relationship and marriages too like my advice now for people (laughs) this is my advice my own opinion my own point of view is that when you get married yeah obviously love it love should be there but usually like what I tell my niece is um just be able to stand the person (laughs) be able to know that you can actually live with the worst, their worst habits and be okay with it. Yeah. There was a meme that came out about before you marry someone, you should put them in front of dial-up connection and see how they respond. Mm. <laughs> and I was like, that actually isn't a bad bit of advice. <laughs> yeah. Or, or New Zealand internet in some areas. I'll say. Yeah. Okay. So let's go back to my favorite word, courage. Yeah. So why is it your favorite word? I actually didn't know it was my favorite word. Today it is. But no, I like it. I I like it because it feels powerful. That's the thing. And I like people that take action even when they're they're afraid. Mm. That's the big thing. Like pushing through your own limits and pushing through your own fears is massive. Mm. And again, I just don't feel like we talk about it enough. Mm. You know, it's so easy to look at everyone else and think that it's easy for them. They started that business because it's easy. No, that no, it's not. That would be crying. Well, you know, you have no idea the the level of pain and risk and fear and investment in every sense that that person went through. But yeah, I like it. It's a it's a strong word. Mm. And what I want to ask you about is levels when it comes to courage. So, like, how do you find? You know, so let's say someone says, "Okay, cool. I'm gonna. I've always dreamed of." selling ballet shoes I'm gonna do it I'm quitting my job I'm doing it okay level one right what happens after that in terms of like okay 
So they've started, but then they're going to hit a lot more levels. They're going to, like, at every time they're going to go to a the new level, there's a new level of pain, there's a new level of even healing that will come up, mm-hmm. like with with limiting beliefs and fears and and inability to, like, receive money mm-hmm. for a start. Like, I know a lot of people struggle with that, and I certainly did, mm-hmm. believing that I was worthy of being paid, mm-hmm. you know? How do you how do you find that with your clients, like helping them to like navigate through the different yeah the different like hurdles as they continue to come up? Is whereas as I, I feel like a lot of us expect that you'll smash through it once and you're like awesome that's done yeah and it's like no but wait there's more like <laughs> well, I think the I think the act of doing things just to do it isn't enough yeah I would even take a step back and assess what are your your four core values four core yeah I mean you'll have a a million of them you can narrow them down to 10 and then narrow them down to four yeah and what I've done is I've actually designed designed my projects in my life around my my core values yeah because your core values will almost never change they they may change over time Mm -hmm. but for the most part they they stay the same yeah and these four values are those things that I know that keep me keep me going Mm-hmm. And I know that if whatever decision I make, if it satisfies each of those four values and I'm like, okay, then let's move forward. Cause if there's a value that is not being met in that area, then there's going to be some sort of a fall through the crack. Yeah. And so it's really because doing something isn't strong enough just to do it or just to do it for the money. It's well, you know, does it line up with you? Mm-hmm what's your, what, what's your vision at the end? Cause that's, what's going to drive you. Yeah. What's in it for you and what's in it for the person that you're helping? Because that the, the whole money thing and being able to receive money is really just an energy exchange. Yeah. And so, you know, that if there's enough for it for you and enough for it for that other person, you're going to get that exchange. Yeah. Okay. So you were talking about the next level. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it's just assessing your values and figuring out, okay, well, do ballet shoes, does that actually satisfy all my values? Yeah. Can I do it on a day-to-day basis? And when, when I'm having a really terrible day, am I still going to be able to get myself up? And if I can't get myself up the next day, what, what do I need to do to be able to get to that point to keep me going to sell ballet shoes? Yeah. That was really the worst example I could have come up with. It doesn't almost. It almost doesn't matter though what it is. No. Though. Yeah. It could be photography. It could be. Yeah. Selling birds. Yes, yeah, selling breeding birds. birds. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I feel like everyone has something within them, and if they, for people that say, "I don't know what it is," maybe we need to go back to the earlier part of our conversation and think about when was the last time you got still. You know, mm-hmm. the last time you've been distracted and busy, and yeah, where well, your head wasn't noisy. Because, yeah, I can't imagine not doing photography. So I can't even imagine not knowing. You know, I've known for so long and, like, so clearly. I can't imagine what it would be like to not know what that thing was mm. that was going to drag me out of bed on three hours sleep, you know, mm. caffeine-free. Like, <laughs> I've seen you caffeine-free. You're not that bad. <laughs> oh, well, that was very nice of you. That's a total lie. <laughs> I'm caffeined up today. But, um, I mean, you talk about taking a step back and being still, and that's the whole idea of my new theme 
the new theme that I'm going through, which is living lighter. And yeah. it's like, well, and not thinking mm-hmm. and using your inner, your infinite being to guide you yeah. into what, who you, who you actually are, because we have all the answers in us already. Yeah. And how do we access that? Yeah. And so what's right about you that you are not acknowledging, mm. you know, what's right about what, what you're doing that you're not seeing. Yeah. Can I get woo? Can yeah, I you can. You okay. Can. Price yourselves. <laughs> Hold on to your seat, guys. We're going on a wild ride. But um, what, you know, what energy, space, and consciousness can me and my body be to be me today and every day for all eternity? And yeah. anything that doesn't allow that, will I just, just destroy and create it? Yeah. And so I ask um, these questions. Can I talk about these questions? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Go for it. So these questions are really meant to, you know, learning to ask your questions is a, is a learned skill on its own, but being able to ask questions that bring up awareness and not necessarily with the requirement to answer them is something that can keep you, I guess, going (laughs) or help you be who you be. Mm. And so, I mean, I've, I've learned this tool from Access Consciousness, which is one of the um, the tool sets that I help that's helping me live lighter yeah. <laughs> most days. <laughs> yeah. Because we're 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 so used to coming to conclusion about things like what is wrong with me. Yeah. Well, what if there really isn't anything wrong with you? What if your wrongness is actually your strongness? Yeah. And so it's really taking, I guess, right now the courage is really in being different and thinking differently than different than what we've been taught to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Believe in be think da, 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 da. So really kind of the core four things that we, that, you know, help us access our consciousness, <laughs> be a playmate of consciousness is as, you know, questioning, choosing, creating, you know, more possibilities and contributing yeah so when we're in a quote-unquote bad situation well you know what's right what's right about what's going on that you're not seeing but also what choices are you going to create what choices are going to pop up so that you can choose to create more possibilities to do something different Mm -hmm. rather than sitting in this quote-unquote wrongness yeah totally Mm -hmm. that contribution Thing I think is way more important than we give it credit. So last week I was talking about when I, because I worked in mental health for five years. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that, through that, like I was so depressed myself at that point. I was still in victim mode, big time. But that thing of it not being about me, having to go and help someone else feel better, Mm. as a result, it can't not come back to you in a positive way. Mm. You know, so as you're like helping others to grow and helping others to feel good, it just comes back to you anyway. Because you learn so much. Yeah. Mm. But it's just that act of giving it out. You know, it's like, I'm not sitting and dwelling on my own stuff anymore. I'm actually focused on making someone else's day better. Mm. And even now I find that if I get like cranky, caffeine free or whatever, (laughs) if I've had, you know, like a rough week or whatever, life happens, it doesn't take much, like, just to to shift that energy. Mm. So even if it's like seeing something online and commenting to your friend, that is so amazing. Mm. Like, congratulations. 
just doing that makes you feel better because you're not dwelling on anything negative anymore. You're like, ah. Oh. And then I feel like you start to open up to possibilities. Mm. And that's like when you were saying about questioning, asking questions like, how can I do that? Mm. As opposed to, I can't afford that. Mm. You know? Like mm. the amazing things that start to happen when you ask things like that. Mm. And then you're quiet enough. You're creating space in your life to actually hear the answers and like, like you're you're aware enough to be seeing inspiration around you mm. like for me I'll I'm because I'm big into words mm. so I'll listen to a song and I'll like hear the exact thing that I needed to hear mm. at that point in time yep and like I'll get goosebumps and I'll know that that was you know that was exactly what I needed to hear and you can and then when you feel good about it you're like okay cool this is this is exactly where I'm meant to be mm. but yeah we're not taught to trust our own guidance our own intuition mm-hmm. and yeah. what's interesting too is that 99% of what we think feel believe in is not even ours yeah and so you may have been going through depression or you know you might you may you may have thought that you've been go- been going through you have gone through you know victimhood for when you were working in mental health but what it might be someone that you were picking somebody you might have been picking up <laughs> Hey brain, <laughs> my child woke up three times last night. So um, maybe you were picking up somebody else's thoughts. Yeah, it probably wasn't yours in the first place. Maybe it might have been, but maybe not. Yeah, yeah. I think for me, maybe that. But I think mostly I was, I was like, because I was stuck for years mm. in this place of like, it started as grief and then it led into victim. And like, poor me, why does everything bad happen to me? You know, and then I just got stuck there. Yeah. And didn't, I wasn't aware that I could choose a different outcome. Mm. You know, I was very like, well, this is my life, you know, mm. bad things just happen to me all the time and that's it. Mm. Not actually I can choose to, you know, yeah. I can do anything with this. I, different. I can choose to be happy today. I don't have to sit around and feel sorry for myself. Mm. And yeah, that's, I think definitely where it helped with my clients. Mm. Like I choose to take my client to the beach and to lift them up today as opposed to, yeah. Well, let's take your picture. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's what happens now. It's like, it's, um, uh, it absolutely energizes me being around clients now and you see their energy just lift mm. in front of the camera and like I get on such a high <laughs> yeah and it shows it shows yeah. in the pictures yeah sweet okay cool. so can I ask you one final question sure <laughs> um, okay so if you could go back in time and tell 20 year old Regina one thing what would it be get your hat your head out of your ass <laughs> Like, get your shit together. Or not even, just like, you're so amazing and there's so much in you to thrive. We don't need to survive. We're already really good at surviving. Yeah. You know, what what can you do to thrive? What energy, space, and consciousness can me and my body be today to thrive? Today for all eternity. Would 20-year-old you have even listened to that? (laughs) Uh, I think to, I think to an extent, if it was said in a certain way, not yeah. the, you know, the way that I, that has been not, not the tone of voice that has been conveyed to me. Yeah. Yeah. In other situations. Yeah. Cool. So, awesome. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you so much for today. Yeah. Thank Appreciate you. Your time.
Appreciate you. Awesome. Thanks, friends. Stay tuned, and we'll be back soon. See ya.